What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Marlon Wayne, who is a co-founder of Ask Impulse. Welcome to the show. How's it going? I'm doing pretty well. How are you, man? I'm doing pretty good. I am. This is the second day in a row where I've done an afternoon podcast, and I've had a a decent amount of energy, which makes me feel very excited. So I'm doing great, Uh, and I'm excited to be talking to you about Ask Impulse. What is Ask Impulse for people that don't know um, that don't know what it is or haven't heard of it? Can you kind of describe what you're working on? Yeah, so we give away dope stuff to our community, and they just answer a few questions. Uh, so new day, new giveaway. Totally anonymous, no login. Right now, it's just an iOS app, but we have uh, we have plans to expand. Okay, so let's kind of walk into the user experience, uh, not the actual design, but just like the experience that someone has when they're on the app. So can you, let's say I wanted to be a user, I become a user later. Can you like walk through what my experience would be in using the app, what I could expect, things like that? Yeah, definitely. So you download the app, you open it up. The first thing that happens is nothing, right? We don't ask you for permissions. We don't ask you for anything because we don't need it at all. Uh, You're going to be presented with a prize screen. And so if there's an active giveaway, you'll see whatever that prize is. So to say, hey, we're giving away this janky from Superhuman or from Superplastic. I think we gave that away yesterday. Uh, and so you just see it on the screen. And if you want to learn more about it, so you're like, I don't know what this thing is. And it says like, oh, learn more. You're going to hit that. You can read a little bit about it if you want to. If not, it doesn't matter. Swipe that away. There's a short little uh, what, legal stuff, you know, terms and conditions. You swipe that away or you can read it if you're uh, interested or dorky. You can go ahead and read that. Uh, but you swipe that away, and after that, it's just questions. It's just questions. It's just like, yes, no, Tinder style, skip is down. And you're just like, nah, like, no, not at all. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't even know what this is, skip. And then you're just like, it's like eight to nine questions. We haven't really gone beyond that. Um, and you're done. But the interesting thing is every time you're swiping, in the top corner, you're seeing your entries increase while also seeing what the global entries are. So you always know where you stand. Like, okay, realistically, what are my chances of actually winning this? And then as we move forward, we're making more ways for you to get entries or what we call odds. And your odds can increase by doing things like not getting on the app. So if you get off of the app, (laughs) then we will just have it steadily increasing. And then when you get onto the app, they're going to start counting down, which makes you like, it's, I mean, it's just a healthier way to engage with an app, right? You're not sitting on it or waiting for notifications, but we've got some things like that planned that are pretty cool. So I have a, yeah, that, may, that makes sense. And it's very, very intriguing. Like I, I, some of the, I guess the themes that you just mentioned, especially like you're not trying to like get people to stay on the app for like hours, you know, is like, is cool. That's a theme, right? That like, I hope 
I hope Rose. Um, I, I think there's one thing I need some clarification on. I'm having trouble making the jump in between, like, um, uh, racking up points or like ra like raffles, and then getting the uh, getting the the giveaway, and then come with the questions. Can you like help clarify uh, that for me, possibly? For sure, yeah. So, like I said, each of those swipes is going to be an entry for you, so you can see like, oh, I've got you know 58 out of the thousand entries or something. Yeah. What happens next is it, for the current model, like the way it sits right now, you just get off the app. You can, if you're on it, you can suggest a price to us, and that's about the only other functionality. But other than that, you just get off. And what happens is we'll notify you if you want. We'll just let you know, hey, you just won, claim your prize. And we're working so that even if you lose, you win. So we're negotiating aggressive discounts with those companies we're working with. So you'll get a promo code that says, hey, there's 20 to, I mean, hopefully even as high as 40 or 50% off yep. for having participated. Cool. Yeah, I, that 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 clears things up. I think what I want to go into next is is a company's experience. Um, if a, um, if so, which is kind of like it's almost it's not a marketplace, but there's like multiple players in the, in it sounds like in the uh, the usage of the app. So, can you describe like let's say forward thinking founders had swag, which maybe one day we will. That would be dope. Like stickers of founders or whatever. That, that'd be cool stuff. Maybe for another day. Um, would you, would, would I like reach out to you or let's say like you were opening to open to brands. Can you describe what a brand would experience? And um, so then you can kind of connect both sides. Definitely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's actually crazy right now. So we are doing it absolutely free. It's just cost of product. We're not charging at all. I mean, we don't have, we don't have a massive user base. Right. And so we set the target on ourselves, which is, all right, when we hit 100,000, you know, members within our community, 100,000 voters, then we'll start charging them. We'll feel like we have a little bit of pull with these brands. But for now, we're either paying out of pocket. I'll just buy the, I'll buy the, 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 the different uh, prizes that we give away. I'll give away cash or whatever, just something fun. Or we'll partner with someone who's putting up that product as collateral. And, and the way that works is they choose the questions. Uh, they're all yes or no right now, or we've actually got either or as well. And we're, we're even working on some voice response, which are pretty cool. But you just go through those questions really quickly, obviously on the, on the voter side. And for the company, you basically get that feedback at the end of the day. So it's like, hey, here's all the feedback we got from this. Like, you know, like the, a dozen people said no, and there were like 58 people who said yes, and now you've got that information. And that's where it starts but then it, it grows and it scales. So because you've answered all of these questions in the past from all these other different things, and we know exactly who, you know, we don't know the, the person, the individual identity, but we know unique user A answered this question from this one and also answered this question from this one, we can start doing correlation for these companies. And so it, it returns dividends, you know, maybe a couple months down the line, they're just like, man, I really wish we had have asked them about their golf interest. And we're like, oh, well, I think we've asked that question before. Let's cross-reference it with the people who answered yours and, and see how much overlap there is. Because what's, what's so interesting about this is that you have companies like Facebook and Google that they, they collect this kind of data, but the, the um, sacrifice is the user. Like the user is addicted to these, to these platforms and they, they earn these companies so much money from their data where you're... You're, it's the same biz model. I, mean, I don't know if it's the exact same biz model, but you're you're if you're going in the opposite direction with the same man. That is so. How'd you come up with this like concept of of uh, similar to Facebook and Google in, in one front, but also the opposite in another front? Can you share how you got the idea or maybe the origin of the story? Yeah, 
It's been a journey, right? So I, I can't say a single thing set it off, but definitely dealing with how hard it was to do marketing research in my own job and then how boring it was to give feedback to companies. So like on my end, on both ends, I'm like, this really blows. <laughs> this isn't fun for anyone. And so I just wanted to inject some life into that. And so you see something like the price is right or something, and you're just thinking, wait, okay, all of these price guesses actually gauge price sensitivity if you think about it. Because they're saying like, oh, I, that, that's $10. And okay, but what you just said is I would pay $10 for that. And if you can get that information in aggregate, that's super valuable. You don't have to know that that's an old lady. You don't have to know any of that stuff. You don't have to know her name. You don't have to know any of that to get a good idea of, okay, this is how we can price this. And so if we just abstract all the BS that these companies that, that just prey on your data and we just say, all right, let's everyone have a good time while getting us the information that we need, we can make feedback feel more like a game. And that's where it came from. Yeah, it's it's very cool. I also I also think back to um, very boring solutions in this space, like a, like a like a user testing or like it's not boring, but like I've done it before, and it's like I, I kind of I kind of like prefer something that's a little more not even engaging, but like I feel like I do that. I'm like in the Stone Age, where like if you do if you do the job that that's doing bring it into 2020 and no one like suck you in like hey they take 100 surveys on the app and be on like be on here for like 20 hours or like 100 hours and then you'll have a chance you know it's like you're kind of the, the modern version of that which is chill what do you spend your time on it sounds you know as, as a founder you, there's a million things to do you can never get it all done um some focus on dev some focus on distribution you know every, everyone's focusing on different stuff what what's your average day if you had to if you had to like you know break out an average day your most average day what do you spend your time on lately it's fundraising it's like setting up all these meetings with angels and investors and, and, and sitting in meetings but even on those days i make so much time to work on product it's just product 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 i don't spend much time promoting uh because i think the product starts to promote itself we we haven't paid for any ads we haven't ran a single ad uh, we've just, we post on our Instagram page. Occasionally I'll engage on Twitter and I'll just, I have a brand relationship. I've been calling impulse my brand Bay. So I'll say something and then have impulse say something back to me because you know, I have a wider reach than impulse does and it gets exposure through that and people are laughing and just engaging and having a good time. So I think when, I think when a team has a good time, I think when you're just enjoying yourself and you're building something that's super cool that you're, you're building for the purpose of other people enjoying it. I think naturally people start to enjoy that. I think that's how it gets out. And so I, we spend all of our time having fun, right? Like whether that's designing it or we're talking about dev. Um, I, I annoy the hell out of my partner because every time he says like, oh, I think we need to do this in like JSON. Then I start yelling like, JSON, Darula. <laughs> like it's always a game. It doesn't matter if you're, if you're coding something up or if you're designing or if you're talking to, you know, people in your beta community, it should always be fun. If you're not having fun, it's kind of it's it kind of gets bad, right? Like you gotta, it's hard, it's hard work, it's it's hustle, it, it's a lot of stuff, but it should always be a little fun, you know, or a lot of fun, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah. Actually, uh, uh, we had one investor ask us, you know, how does this make money? Because it's not, it's you, you kind of skim on it, but it's not clear in your deck. And I was like, you know, what? let me put together a separate deck for you. And I sent it to them, and the very first slide is like this gif of like this woman just kind of in money just kind of swimming in money and it just says this is about having fun and making money and then it goes into like how we do that but she she says back like can you design all of my decks this is the most fun deck i've ever seen i'm like yeah all we do is have fun yeah it's 
it's also I think people like interacting with fun brands, um, especially. I mean, in my I mean, I spent a lot of time on Twitter for better or for worse, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, and you just see there's some there's some brands and some some brands that are just you know interesting and funnier than than some of the more serious ones. And I always like my favorite one of my favorite ones. I, do you follow the Morning Brew Twitter account? Oh, I love the Morning Brew. <laughs> it is like. <laughs> Like, like, what great Twitter game, right? <laughs> I actually have a question about Twitter um, because I, I, I'm because that that's where I found I, I find most of my guests I feel either from referrals or from Twitter, mainly from Twitter. And I, I'm just kind of curious. I see, I see you active on there. I'm active on there. Can you kind of just describe to me what? Why, why are you on Twitter? Like, not just, don't justify it. Like, I'll be, I'm on it all the time. But like, what is it about Twitter that's worth spending your time there? And like, what, what, when you go on Twitter, like, what, what do you experience? I, is that a weird question? Like, I guess, what do you, what do you get when you get on Twitter? Because I think some listeners may not understand or know the power of it. For sure. No, no Twitter is alive, right? So I, I got on Twitter to make jokes and I ended up making friends. And I can't say that of any other platform. I, I feel like any other platform says, hey, please bring your friends here, right? It's not a platform where you can just go and the friends kind of are coming to you. I When I got on Twitter, it wasn't, oh, like these, these are my high school friends and these are my college friends and these are like my friends that are, you know, basically my family or these are the friends I grew up with. No, I got on Twitter, it was totally a blank canvas and people just kind of magnate if they are similar in personality and it's not just we follow one another, but engage with one another. I, I, th- these people, like I talk to until five o'clock in the morning, whether it's some like clubhouse or road trip or whatever. And, and a lot of times that dialogue takes place off of Twitter, but it all drives back to Twitter. We all have Twitter DM groups and, and you'll notice each one of those apps, usually people are directing you back to Twitter. I mean, that's where your identity lives. It's, it's just a great place to meet people. Yeah. It, it, it's unfortunate that there is a, a part of Twitter, a large part of Twitter that is the opposite of what you just described, like very toxic oh, yeah. in culture. Cause I think that a lot of my friends that aren't in tech or in, like in business or anything like that, like think of Twitter and they see that side, but you just got to like find yourself into this world that I, th- I think we're in the same, I think we're kind of in the same world on Twitter, I feel. And like you find yourself into this little wonderland. You're like, huh, this is pretty nice. I'm going to spend some time here. <laughs> yeah. We're an ideal Twitter. <laughs> yeah. We really, yeah. Okay. One more question on Twitter, just because I think Twitter th- like theory is kind of interesting. Did you, h- how did you end up in, like, you obviously you started with no followers and, and following no one, right? You, you just make an account and you're like, let's explore. How do you think you found your way into ideal Twitter? Like, d- d- do you have any idea h- how you kind of navigated to this, this little part of the internet? Yeah. So you start off as an egg, literally, right? <laughs> I don't know if you still start off as an egg, but I'm pretty sure you do. <laughs> And effectively, I, I guess a few things happen. So you follow really big names because that's, that's natural. It's natural to follow really big names because you know them or you recognize them from something else. And then you start to engage with the comment section. And most people say, don't read the comments. That's an awful place to be. But if you read the comments with intent and you say, okay, I want to find like-minded people. I'm looking here not with the purpose of responding, but looking with the purpose of saying, like, I like that, right? Like, that's something I enjoy. And in, in finding people that say things that I enjoy and say, you know, I'll follow them. I bet they say more things that I enjoy. It just slowly grows. And of course, you know, they engage back with you. I, I think all of us, in, um, and you know, it is what it is, saw a pretty big, pretty big growth 
leap over the past couple of weeks as a result. So, so that was a good way to accelerate things, but having that backlog of content and just engaging with people that are enjoyable was really the impetus of everything. For sure. I, I obviously align with everything you just said. I think Twitter is, is one of the best places to be if you're trying to do anything in tech um, or startups. One of the, I mean, not only Twitter, but that is a, a, a very important, like you want to network with people like you're a giant biggest networking party in the world. They can also be your friends. They can also be like your business partners, your investors, like go on to Twitter. Um, all right. So I want to bring it back um, and kind of go big picture with what you're working on with impulse. So if you had to, let's say you build it out, you, you, you build a team, you raise money and you go big, right? It, 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 like it works. What does impulse look like in a decade? Um, or I guess in other words, what's your vision? I'd say truthfully, the goal is, or the vision is to upend marketing research, like entirely, <laughs> the whole thing. Uh, Nielsen's, Ipsos, GFK, all of it. I think there's not a single part of marketing research that should be invasive or disrespect an individual's privacy. And I don't think that giving, getting, understanding, and acting on feedback has to be such a headache. So if there's an opportunity to engage with your audience and your community, with your customers or consumers, we want to be there. And we want to make sure that that interaction is fun for both of you and valuable. So to, to make that happen, you know, it'll take, I'll take some, some, a lot of work, you might need some help from maybe employees, maybe investors, definitely some users, companies, but I'll guarantee you, I don't know about anything I just mentioned, but I'll guarantee you, you need help from the forward thinking founders community because we've got all these people listening and it's an army of people willing and able to help startups. So my last question for you is what is something the forward thinking founders community can do to help you with what you are working on? Do you even ask for the listeners uh, in a way that someone can help? Uh, well, we're fundraising right now. <laughs> we're fundraising. If you know someone, send them our way. Uh, other than that, I just say, I encourage you to try out the app, like try it out, get into it, uh, win something. And I guess a third thing I would ask actually is develop ways to have more dialogue and in ways that don't alienate the base that you're looking to serve, right? Do more marketing research. You don't have to guess at what your community wants. Just go ask them. It's great. It's, 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 it's you think it would be obvious, but it's easily forgotten. Um, and it's, which is, which I appreciate. I think the listeners do too. Last final question, then we'll wrap it up. Um, if someone wanted to find you online or find uh, uh, Impulse online, you know, LinkedIn, Twitter, website, where can, they, where can they find the app? Where can they find you? How can they connect? If you go to askimpulse.com, um, you can find us there. And you can always find me as Marlon Wayne. If you look up Marlon Wayne, uh, I guess if you spell it right, <laughs> W-A-Y-N-E, not Wayne's, because otherwise the Wayne's brother shows up. <laughs> That's not me. All right. Well, cool, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. I, I love the energy and the idea is, is, is very interesting. And uh, I think, I don't know, it's one of those things where it's like, if, if it gets big, like if, if it gets past the chasm, like this could be like a giant thing. Cause it's like such a, this, this enter, this attention sucking economy into, into news feeds is just, I'm just not into it anymore. So I wish you the best of luck. I appreciate you coming on the podcast and sharing it with us. And I hope you have a good rest of your day. Thanks, Matt. You too.